0: Joseph dreams of greatness. Most translations start Genesis 37 by saying Joseph dreams of greatness. And I think by anybody's standard, we would have to conclude, we would have to agree, he truly did. Joseph has a dream, and in the dream, everyone bows down to him. And a bit later, he has another dream. A bit different, but effectively the same thing. Everyone bows down to him. And that is really important. See, later when he is interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, he explains the significance of that second dream. The reason why it's repeated is God's confirmation that that dream is from him. So Joseph dreams of achieving greatness and he gets confirmation from God. How hard is it going to be? Well, what we see in the story of Joseph is a lesson for all of us. And that is that our understanding Our concept of greatness has to be transformed. And we'll see that in Joseph's life. And how hard was it? Well, it was tough. But what we see is God's mercy at work in it. And there's something for you and I here. Now, you know the story. Joseph, his brothers weren't real excited about this. And they literally decide to kill him. They talk about killing him and literally say, let's see what happens to his dream then. On a side note, The dreams that God gives you can't be derailed by anything outside of us other than us giving up on it. So they talk about killing him. Ultimately, they decide to just sell him into slavery, like that's better. And in slavery, he excelled. Why? He had God's favor. But even there, what happens? He's falsely accused, and then he's thrown into prison. But there's something powerful for you and I there. See, when he's thrown into prison, it says God was with Joseph and showed him mercy. We need to understand that when God is at work in our lives, no matter how difficult, how challenging it may seem, God is there and there is mercy. He's not making it any harder than it needs to be. But the greater the dream, the greater the transformation that has to happen. Now, everybody loves the story of Joseph. Why? what happens? Overnight, Joseph goes from prison to power. Overnight, he goes from prison to being governor of Egypt, the second most powerful person in the most powerful nation in the world at the time. I mean, really grasp that. He goes from prison to being effectively the second most powerful man in the entire world. And that's part of the story that everybody loves. But what we also need to recognize is, we read that story, that one chapter where he achieved that promotion, the focus of the story absolutely changes. And we see that happens in Joseph's life too. And this is so important for you and I. See, what happens? Eventually, Joseph is reunited with his family. And frankly, his brothers are worried he's going to take his revenge. The retribution is in the cards. But God has transformed Joseph's understanding of greatness. And he says something powerful to his brothers. It's important for you and I. And what he says is, you didn't do this to me. God did. God sent me here. God sent me ahead so that I could save many alive. But he goes on. And see, he understood. For us to understand and achieve greatness, we have to understand it's not about us. What we see is all of the great leaders came to the realization, David, all of them, with all the training that God put them in their position. Why? For the benefit of others. And Joseph says to his brothers, God sent me ahead to save many alive. And he goes on and says to make a home for you so that you would become a mighty nation. See, ultimately, God's plan is, yes, to save many alive. But ultimately, what we see was God's plan was to put Joseph's family in Egypt, a place, an incubator, so to speak, where they could thrive and become a mighty nation. Now later, he will draw them out and take them into the inheritance he planned for them. But how did Joseph achieve greatness? That dream became fulfilled. It was when his understanding of greatness was transformed. He understood it wasn't about him, but it was about the position God was using, how God was using him for the benefit of others. Interestingly, that dream, that, that's the world's vision of greatness. Everybody bows down to you. That's what rulers desires, people to bow down to you. And Joseph literally had that. He had the second most important chariot in Egypt. And when he went down the road, everybody bowed before him. See, transformation meant Joseph didn't care. It didn't mean anything to him. Why? See, greatness was not people bowing down to him, but greatness was being used by God for the benefit of others. See, for us to move from being rulers who want people to bow down to us to achieve greatness and be amazing leaders, we have to have that transformation of understanding that greatness is not people bowing to us, but greatness is God using us for the benefit of others.